This past weekend, the American Freedom Train made a stop down in Bradley Beach. WMCX News sent me, Steve Lebetkin, and Lori Zimmerman down. We talked to some people, we went through the Freedom Train, and we just generally had a real good time. We made a tape of all the stuff we did that day. We'd like to share it with you now. This is Steve Lebetkin for WMCX with Lori Zimmerman. We're on Memorial Drive in Bradley Beach visiting the American Freedom Train. We've been here um, for about an hour and a half now. We've just been through the train. And uh, it's a beautiful day. This is Saturday, and you're hearing this probably Tuesday. It's a beautiful day out. A lot of people out, and hardly any wait to get into the train. We only waited about five or ten minutes to get into the train, and uh, we're going to just talk to some people in a few minutes and get their reactions to the American Freedom Train. Lori, what do you think of the train? I thought the Freedom Train was a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Uh, there were some flaws, though. I thought it was going much too fast. I wasn't given enough time to really see all the things that I wanted to. There were journals in there and typed up documents. That wasn't, there just wasn't enough time to see them all. But overall, I thought it was a really good experience, and I'm very pleased with it. I have to agree with you about the um, speed of it. I think the moving walkway, um, we should describe it, there's about 10 separate railroad cars that are connected, of course, uh, and each car has a moving walkway in it, which takes you past various exhibits that depict the growth of America. The main complaint that I had with it, and also you had, Lori, was the fact that it moves too fast, and there's so many exhibits to digest that it's very difficult to kind of um, take them all in at the rate that the walkway travels. I know there's a lot of old documents and original manuscripts by famous Americans such as um, F. Scott Fitzgerald and Thomas Paine's Common Sense. There's a lot of other there's diaries from Lewis and Clark, things like that. You just don't have time to really study them and read them as you would perhaps in a museum or the Library of Congress. I think that's the main complaint. Let's take a couple of minutes and talk to some people, see what they're views of the Freedom Train are. What's your name, sir? My name is Art Anikstein. Where are you from? Worth oh, Edison. Edison came all the way down here to see the Freedom yes. Train. What did you think of it? I liked it very much. What was your favorite part of it? Well, I like history, so that was sort of my uh, favorite thing. Did you have any, anything in particular that really stuck out in your mind? Well, the way it was put together, I think uh, going from one car to the other, your interest was kept uh, at a high pitch. Uh, time uh, seemed to go by very quickly. Do you think it was a uh, long enough time to see the exhibits? Well, I could have uh, I could have stayed a lot longer. Okay, okay thank you. Good. What's your name? Kenny Anderson. How old are you, Kenny? Eight. Come here. What was your favorite part of the Freedom Train? Sports. Which part of the sports did you like the most? Baseball. And which part of the baseball did you like the most? Uh, Hank Aaron's ball that tied What's your name? Brian McDonough. Where are you from, Brian? Point Beach. What'd you think of the Freedom Train? Good. Moved too fast. Moved too fast? What'd you like the best out of it? I don't know. I think uh, historical documents and paintings were really good too. You didn't think? I didn't think there was personally enough time to read them. How about you? Conveyor uh, belt definitely moves too fast if you're going to walk through, but I guess it would have congested it, held it up a little. How long did you wait online? Uh, five minutes. Okay, what's your name? 
David Rafton. Thank you, Brian. What did you think of the Freedom Train? Um, it's interesting. What part did you like the best? The Lunar Rover. Andy Orris. Okay, and what did you think of the Freedom Train? Very nice. Uh, do you think it was going too fast for to see everything? I thought it was. There were a lot of exhibits I would have liked to uh, take have taken more time at. Right. Are you from the area? Uh, Tom's River. And you came down here just to see uh, the Freedom Train? Yes. Were you uh, overly impressed with it? Very much so. Okay. Very much. Any other comments? I just wish it could have taken more time going a little slower. Okay. What do you think about the idea of not taking any pictures inside? I see you're carrying a camera. I'm disappointed. I brought my camera just for that reason. I was disappointed. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. What's your name, sir? Clyde R. Best. Okay. And what did you think of the Freedom Train? Well, as a foreigner, I think it's uh, very beautiful. It is uh, something that I never thought that uh, the American people could put this together so beautifully. And uh, well, I I cannot say more, but it's the best thing I've ever seen. Okay. Um, I see you had a camera. Were you disappointed that you couldn't take any pictures? No, I wasn't disappointed because. Uh, to me, I think that it would live in the minds and the hearts of everybody. You know, I think that um, a picture would be, well, a picture would be uh, soon destroyed or something like that. You see, but the mere fact that you see it with the naked eye, it would really stain the minds. It would, it well, 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 of course, it would be um, in the hearts and minds of everybody. So it's a once-in-a-lifetime experience to you. It is. Okay. Where are you from, sir? I'm from Trinidad, West Indies. And you're living in the area here? Or you just came down to see uh, the Freedom Train? Neptune, New Jersey. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you. What's your name, sir? My name is Al Veltri. B-E-L-T-R-E. And where are you from? Belmar, New Jersey. Okay, and what was your impression of the Freedom Train? I thought it was very good. I, I was amazed by it. I didn't realize there was that much manual equipment in there. I, I, I don't know what to say. I'm really amazed. Okay, thank you, sir. Thank you. What's your name, sir? My name is Bob Miller okay. from Brewster, New York. And you came all the way down here just to see the Freedom Train? Well, no, not really just to see the train, but when we heard it was here, we certainly wanted to get down to see it. Uh -huh. and what was your impression of the Freedom Train? I think it was great. I think they uh, covered many facets of uh, American history and the country. Uh, and it, it was uh, really worthwhile. A lot of things that we had seen, but this puts it all together. And it makes it a very enjoyable uh, uh, thing for people to come to see. Did you favor any one part of the Freedom Train? No, not really. Uh, I, I like sports. And uh, my son with me, uh, Carl, he enjoys the space and everything. And no, it was uh, overall very good, every section of it. The old time, you know, movie greats and uh, what have you. It was good. It was good. Okay, thank you, sir. Oh. What's your name, sir? My name is Father Jim Ferry. I'm a priest. Uh, where, where do you live, sir? I'm from Newark. And you came down here just to see the Freedom Train? No, we are vacationing down here. We heard it was going to be here. We decided to stop in. What did you think of the Freedom Train? I think it was excellent. Very fine. We hadn't planned to come here, but it's one of the better things that's happening around now. Okay. Um, was there any one part of it that you liked best or favorite? No, just the whole patriotism thing. I think it's really a good happening that this, that this is being emphasized again. We were... Patriotism wasn't a good word, now it's a very good word. Okay, thank you, sir. What was your impression of the Freedom Train? I haven't been in it yet. What was your impression of it? Oh, it's just gorgeous. Everything. How many the times music, have you seen it? Well, this is the first time, but I'm, I really want to go through again, because it goes so fast. 
you know, because you're on that conveyor belt. So would it really you change goes that so if fast. you were running it? Yeah, I would. Because there's so many things, you know, you want to try to read everything real fast. And it's just gorgeous. In places, like when you see Kennedy and everything, you just want to cry. <laughs> it's really beautiful, really. Harley Pearson. Are you from the area? I'm from the area. And what was your impression of the Freedom Train? Uh, it was very enjoyable. We had our grandson with us. And uh, we thought it was very nice. Okay, if you can make any changes in the Freedom Train, would there be any? Let's slow it down a little bit. What's your name, please? Jasmine Padavano. And are you from the area? No, I'm from Bloomfield, New Jersey. And you came down just to see the Freedom Train? No, I'm visiting friends and we decided to come to see this today. How was, what was your impression of the Freedom Train? Oh, I loved everything in it. If you could change anything in it, would there be any changes at all? No. Like, you liked it the way it was? Right. Okay. I do very much. Okay, thank you. Okay, what's your name, please? Elizabeth Larkin. Are you from the area? Yes, Asbury Park, Asbury Tower, senior citizens. Okay, and how did you feel about the Freedom Train? Great. Wouldn't have missed it for anything. Sorry we didn't have our grandchildren with us. They would have enjoyed it immensely. What's your name? Enzo San Giorgi. Where are you from? Lenhurst, New Jersey, Burton County. And what, why didn't you like the Freedom Train? I thought it missed a few things it could have had. Such as? Other historical documents. And, uh, it, over, it over, went overboard in some fields. And of course, the, the walking sidewalk went too fast. Well, you know, that's about it. Overall, it was a good idea, an excellent idea. I think it could have been better presented. Same with these uh, caravans, too, especially the one from New Jersey, which is a total farce when you've been through it. That's about it. So what's your name, sir? Zerowski from Pompton Lakes, New Jersey. And you came down here just to see the Freedom Train? Yeah. And were you impressed by it? Are you glad you came down to see it? Very much. Very nice. If you can make any changes in the Freedom Train, would there be any? Beyond my scope. Well, we talked to a lot of people about the Freedom Train, and those of the people who came off it were mostly pleased with it. We had a few people who were unhappy with the train. We'll have more on their comments, and comments of other people in a moment. Aside from the people going through the Freedom Train, there were other stories down in Bradley Beach this weekend. The Freedom Train Committee had licensed a concession company to operate the souvenir stands and the refreshment stands that travel with the Freedom Train across the country. When uh, Lori and I bought soda at one of these concessions, we found that we were paying 50 cents for a can of Pepsi-Cola that normally sells in soda machines all over the country for about a quarter or 30 cents at the most. We thought this was worth pursuing. We talked to a few people about their reactions to the soda prices. What's your name? Uh, Dave Williams. Where are you from, Dave? Uh, Milford, Connecticut. And you're working for this company? Or is this your private business? No, it's the Freedom Trains uh, concessions. Okay, and they're charging how much for soda? Uh, 50 cents. 50 cents for a can of Pepsi that regularly sells in machines for a quarter. Why is that? I have no idea. It's, uh, Pepsi Foundation supports it, and I really don't know why. It's, it's, it just seems incredible that a, a company that's donating money to the Freedom Train would be charging that much for the soda. Is that a decision made by Pepsi or the Freedom Train people? No, I don't know to say the truth, but I know it all, most of it goes towards the foundation. A lot of the money does go to the foundation. Uh, that's why all the prices are fairly uh, steep here. It's an awesome the foundation. What's your name, sir? Dan Herster. Where are you from, Dan? 
Keyport. Keyport. You, I noticed you're drinking a soda here. Did you buy that from the concession with the Freedom Train? Yeah. Did you know you paid 50 cents for it? Yeah. What do you think about that? Well, it doesn't matter. You pay 45 cents anywhere else. For a can like that, you can get cans of Pepsi and Machine generally for 25 cents. Well, it's going, it's going to a good cause, I imagine. Then it doesn't matter to you. How about the popcorn? The popcorn's 50 cents. Yeah. It's inflation, you know? It's inflation. Popcorn isn't that good? It isn't worth it? You think the soda's worth it, man? No, I don't. Excuse me? No, I don't. Perhaps one of the more ironic footnotes to the whole Pepsi-Cola controversy at the Freedom Train is the fact that the Freedom Train itself was made possible by initial donations from, among others, Pepsi-Cola. The local merchants in Bradley Beach were not particularly happy about the Freedom Train. We spoke to one of them, a lady who owns a 5 and 10 store on Main Street in Bradley Beach. She had these comments about the Freedom Train. What is your name, ma'am? Dorothy Bear. And you run, uh, what's the name of this store? Pet store. This is on uh, Main Street in Bradley Beach? Yes. And it's been a dying business all, all year. And the Freedom Train hasn't helped it much? It only has helped it has not helped it. Has, it has, yeah, it has had a reverse effect. It's made business worse? Yes. Definitely. And what, how is that? How did that well, happen? The street is blocked off. People can't even pass through. There's no place to park. Um, have you been to see the train? Not yet. Monday I'll have to take my children. I feel it's a necessity to take them. But uh, you're not too happy about it causing your business to go down? Well, not having the streets blocked off right over here. The street is blocked off. I see no reason to block it off. You're saying something about uh, taking something from the government. I just wanted to get that. It sounds, <laughs> no, it sounded it sounded like a, an interesting comment. Well, I mean, it seems like a lot of nonsense. It's supposed to be a non-profit organization, yet they. Uh, I hear that they're selling soda as, at an exorbitant price. That's right. They're selling uh, Pepsi for fifty cents a can. For fifty cents. And what does the man in the ne uh, luncheonette next door pay his rent with? He doesn't sell his at all. And finally, what is an American outing of any kind? Either the Freedom Train or. A football game or just people walking around on the streets without a good old-fashioned American protest. We've been, we're here down at the American Freedom Train in Neptune. We just come across a small demonstration. Women who apparently are um, support, in support of the Equal Rights Amendment. Who are we talking to? Um, you're talking to Marveline Beach. I'm one of the coordinators of Sojourner Truth now. There are representatives here from Ocean County now also. And exactly what are you um, demonstrating for? We. We're not really demonstrating, but we came over because there's a, an underrepresentation of famous women on this train, and we thought we would pass out some fact sheets telling about women and some of their contributions to American history, and also uh, some facts on how things are right now. In other words, uh, that the employment scene isn't exactly equal. In what way isn't it equal? Well, let me read you. <laughs> Okay, the median income, women, $6,957, men, $12,152. And what are these figures based on? These are... Thank you. Uh, women high school graduates earn less than men who only completed elementary school. The average woman worker earns less than three-fifths of what a man does. Uh, of 252 elected municipal council members, 14 are women. That's in state, uh, the county... Monmouth County. The first woman from Monmouth County was elected to the state legislature in 1973. Okay, now, are you completely opposed to the idea of the Freedom Train, or is it just the Not fact that... 
What did, have you been through the Freedom Train? No, not yet. You haven't been through it, and yet you're protesting. No, we, we know pretty much what's on it, and there are some very good things on there, but what we're saying is when there's another Freedom Train, we want to see more women represented, and in order for that to happen, women have to have equal opportunity to get into uh, public life to be encouraged to take math courses, science courses, so on and so forth. What kind of uh, female-oriented exhibits would you propose for another Freedom Train? Well, I understand there's an exhibit of um, Amelia Earhart's achievements on the train. Um, right now, there's a whole list of women here who never quite made it. They worked very hard, as hard as the men worked, but because the climate of the times was definitely in favor of men, they didn't. Victoria Woodhull was not elected president, for instance. We're hoping that in another hundred years there will be, a, you know, some women presidents' pictures on that train. There was some talk, uh, it was probably in, in jest, during the Republican convention that President Ford or Jimmy Carter should have chosen Betty Ford as a running mate. Uh, Are you disappointed that neither one of them did? No, <laughs> I didn't expect who would you, who would you, Who would you see as a woman presidential or vice presidential candidate? Barbara Jordan. Why? She has a good grasp of what's going on. She's very articulate. She's well-educated. She's in touch with, I think, what a, a lot of people would like to see from government. Okay. Thank you very much. We're talking with Phyllis Kessel, the public relations chairman of the Mammoth Ocean Freedom Train Committee and who is well-known to WJLK listeners for her Lady Talk program. Phyllis, uh, did you just see the women's movement that just went by here? Yes, I certainly did. And what do you think of it? Well, I think this is America, and one of the great things about being in the United States is that everybody has a right to express their opinion. And what's your opinion? And they're being here. Right. I haven't talked to any of them, and I don't know what their complaint is. Uh, I, you know, if they have come to us and discussed a complaint with us, I think it has something to do about uh, representation of women on the freedom right. train. The basic complaint was that uh, there are not enough exhibits of that are oriented towards women who have contributed to American history. There are several women in the handout that they're giving out, several women who are, they feel are candidates to be included on another freedom train, should that be um, thought up. Uh, some of them are Frances Perkins, Barbara Jordan, Shirley Chisholm, a couple of others. <laughs> uh, Je Jeannie Rankin, the first woman who served in Congress, Claire Booth Luce, people like that. I don't think anyone would dispute the fact that all of these women have made remarkable contributions. However, I've been through the Freedom Train twice, and uh, while there these women are not represented, there are also many men who are not representative. There is a space problem. I, as a woman, do not feel that we've been discriminated against on the Freedom Train. There is a release right in the press car behind you, and if you go and pick it up, you'll be able to find just which women, if you haven't been able to take notes on the Freedom Train, are represented. I think it's a strong representation and of course everyone isn't there, every man isn't there, but I think they've done a fine job. One of the um, biggest complaints we've heard from people who coming off the Freedom Train is that it moves too fast and there's not enough time to see everything. Is uh, that being just ignored or is something being considered? Now? No, I think that's a valid complaint. However, uh, the rate of uh, speed, you know it's a, a moving walk that goes right through, has been cut. Uh, has been slowed down. Originally it was 13 minutes. People in other parts of the country have gone through in 13 minutes. It's now 22 minutes. Granted, it is too fast. I could walk through. I wish I could walk through. However, when you take into consideration that we are handling a thousand people an hour, there really is no other way to handle it. Right now, the uh, 
doesn't seem to be too much of a weight. You think the publicity is doing the same thing that it did on July 4th for Operation Sale? People are staying away because they're afraid to come down and fight the crowds? Well, a few minutes ago, I took the 11 o'clock check, and uh, we opened at 8. At 11 o'clock check, over 3,300 people had come through. Now, that is better than 1,000 a minute. Now, I see a slack. I don't know whether that we've been too efficient, they've gone through too fast, there's virtually no waiting line right now, or whether, as you say, the fact that people were afraid of the long lines, and we did have some very long waits yesterday, has slowed things, but we're on schedule right now. Thank you very much, Phyllis Kessel, the Public Relations Chairman for the Monmouth Ocean Freedom Train Committee. More comments on the American Freedom Train and a couple of male viewpoints of the women's demonstration right after this. The protest of the members of the National Organization for Women, which took place Saturday at the Freedom Train in Bradley Beach, broke up a short while after it began. The women handed out some pamphlets and some flyers to the people getting off the train, and as soon as those pamphlets and flyers ran out, they disappeared. The women just went their separate ways, and very little more was heard of them that day. But we asked some people what they thought of the protest, in addition to what they thought of the train. We'll hear their comments now. Where are you from? Neptune, New Jersey. You just came off the Freedom Train. How'd you like it? Well, I liked it, but there are no women in there. And you, there are people out here handing out literature. Yes, I see. Saying that uh, the Freedom Train is discriminatory against women. Do you agree? Discriminatory against women. And there are no men like Dr. Charles Drew, who did the first blood plasma. It's not in there. Do you know who Crispus Attucks is? Of course I know who Christmas Addicts is. Who is he? He's not even in there either. Yes, he is. Where? He's in, in uh, I don't remember which car he is, but he's in there. They oh. mentioned if they had a picture, I think, of his gravestone, probably. Oh, well, who is he? Gravestone. Well, he was, um, during the American Revolution, he was the first black man to fight. Very good. Right? Very good. Mm-hmm. Very few people know that. How come you knew it? I was taught in school, but my son wasn't taught in school. You see, you they took it out of the history books. They took it out? Well, they just or ignored it in, the, in teaching the kids nowadays. Would you do anything different with the Freedom Train if you had the power to change it or something? Yes, I'd put the famous women in there. There was one, Phyllis Wheatley. I'd put the famous women in there, black and white, and I'd put the famous Dr. Charles Drew in there because no other doctor's ever done what he did. Uh, those of you who've been to Korea and to Vietnam and all who needed blood plasma, <coughs> where do you think... They initially started this, Dr. Charles Drew, but there's not one mention of him in that freedom train. You see? What's your name, please? Mrs. Ralfer. Uh, where are you from? Middletown. Okay, and you came down here just to see the freedom train? Yes. What was your impression of the freedom train? It was very interesting and educational. Okay, do, uh, if you could change anything in the freedom train, if, freedom train, if you had the power to, would you? Would you? Any complaints? nothing on women's rights. Okay, what do you think about this whole women's, women's uh, rights movement going on right here, the dem small demonstration? I, did, I wasn't aware of the demonstration, other than the fact that they gave out the pamphlet. Do you agree with them? I, I, as I'm saying, I didn't know what they are... Uh... Yeah, but they're claiming that there weren't, uh, women weren't publicized enough in the train, that, well, that most of it was centered around the, ma the men. That's a whole big controversial thing, and I'd really rather not get into it. Okay, thank you. What did you think of the Freedom Train? Yeah, I, I liked it. I found it interesting. Yeah. I noticed you're carrying a camera. Were you disappointed you couldn't take pictures inside? Yes. But I understand that, but probably, it's, since they have everything on a running band, uh, probably would create interference. What do you think of 
What do you think of the women's rights demonstration that's going on out here? They're handing out pamphlets. They believe that women have been discriminated against in the presentation inside the Freedom Train. Yes, I, I, didn't, rem I didn't remember seeing any women in, in there. Do you think there should have been more? Yeah, they should have shown Abigail Adams, for example, or Pocahontas. I don't remember seeing them. What was the most memorable part of the Freedom Train, at least for you? I think the uh, entertainment section. You're a movie buff? Big pun? Are you a movie buff? No, but uh, I'm an immigrant and I'm always fascinated how Americans are uh, excited about anything Hollywood or Broadway and they brought, out, brought this out very nicely. Thank you very much, sir. What's your name, sir? Harvey Kramer. Okay, and you went through the Freedom Train? Yep. And what was your impression of it? Very nice, very nice. Okay, what do you think about these women demonstrating here? I don't know what they're demonstrating. I can't they're figure claiming out they're claiming that there are that uh, women aren't on the train, old, you know, women at all. Well, women aren't being represented in the exhibits. Too bad. Why do you say that? Because I don't believe in women's equal rights. What do you believe? Men's superiority. Why is that? Well, it's just a sort of historically we've always been the superior being. <laughs> are you are here. you married? Right, where are you going? Why are you leaving? Come over here. Are you married? Seven years. Twenty-seven years. Yes, sir. And where's your wife today? I don't see her. She's shopping she... in the Asbury Park. But you wouldn't. You didn't bring her to the train, or she, she didn't want to come. She didn't want to come. Okay. But I you mean, that's her decision. Right. And I respect okay. her for that. Okay. She doesn't challenge me, or she doesn't challenge my manhood. Who manages the money? I do. You manage the money. You got it all. Right. Right here. Is that is that your life savings? No. No. Far from it. Okay. Uh, you don't. You don't think they have a right to demonstrate? I didn't say that. No. You. You think they. They do have a right to demonstrate, but you don't agree with them. That's right. Okay. Um, I don't believe in women's equal rights. I'm against the amendment. I'm, I think I'm. You believe? Do you? Do you I'm questioning the vote now. I don't think that. I'm seriously think reconsidering whether they should have the vote. Do you? I think that amendment should be. Uh, do you agree that women who do the same job as a man should get paid the same amount as Absolutely. a man? Absolutely. We're not you talking do? about that though. Well, that's part of we. That's part of equal rights. Well, very small part. Okay. Um, I mean, this is what it leads to. All men would be tyrants if they could. You see, this is the. This is why this these, is one of the signs. These yo-yos stand out there and swing signs like that because you let them go too far. Women actually, uh, I don't think they enjoy being like that. I mean, do you see what kind of women are there? There are no attractive women there. I mean, either to me, they're all ugly people, and I find that ugly people become hippies, yippies, beards, and demonstrators. <laughs> Getting back to the freedom train. <laughs> Would you make any changes in the exhibit if no, you could? Fine, very nice. What part of it did you like the best? Uh, I, I like the the spirit. I like the atmosphere of the whole train. I not I couldn't particularly pick out one part. Okay, thank you very much, sir. Of course, the opinions expressed by all the individuals in this program are their own and don't reflect those of WMCX or of Monmouth College. For Lori Zimmerman, this is Steve Lebedkin. Thank you for letting us share our visit to the American Freedom Train with you.